Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest is celebrating her birthday today. There you go. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Got the week. I didn't know that. You can go chime right away with the birthday. The birthday shout out. Yeah. My next guest is a motivator, speaker, corporate consultant, and executive coach. She is the NAACP Image Award nominated author for the book, The Sister Accord, 51 Ways to Love Your Sister. She has taken a powerful global platform on sisterhood to now focus on exploring positive relationship within families with her new book, 51 Ways to Love Your Children. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation the founder, president, and CEO of the Accord Group, Sonia Jackson Miles. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey there, sorority girl. You know, fam, you, <laughs> mother of two, straight out of Cincinnati. Birthday girl. <laughs> oh, no, I can't believe I'm 21 today. And you look beautiful. You look beautiful. And those kids are about to catch you. Everybody, two boys about to catch you now. So you better, you better start sprinting because they're about to catch you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being on my show. You're an amazing person. Uh, our relationship started several years ago at the Disney yeah. Dreamers Academy with uh, Stephen, yeah. Steve Harvey and I founded with the Disney. Yeah. And we would fly 100 kids uh, from around the country. Um, yeah. boys and girls, unlike the the boys camp we had, which was only featuring uh, males, this camp featured right. boys and girls and uh, parents yeah. could live in both, the right. mother and father could be in the household. And That's it was right. really uh, an That's enlightening right. experience. Uh, tell the people why you did that, the Disney Dreamers Academy. Oh my gosh, it was, you know, when I first met you, I was an executive at Procter & Gamble. Right. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, just wanted to ensure that I was spending time doing the things that brought me joy. As executives and leaders, a lot of times we don't even know what brings us joy. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that I could participate in a program that really aligned with my core values. And when um, the leaders over at Essence said, hey, we have something that we think the sister accord would fit very nicely into, uh, I said, sign me up. You know, after I heard about what you all were doing, it mm-hmm. was such, and it is such an amazing program that's transforming the lives of the parents and the students. 
Absolutely. It's a brand that uh, to be associated with Disney in general, the giant mouse. Oh, my God. You know, let you yeah. know that that was a stamp of approval of what we was attempting Absolutely. to do, not only our community, but around the country. Now, Absolutely. when I met you, the, 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 your platform was called the Sister Accord. Now it's the yeah. Accord Group. Please tell us why it's been renamed or what's, what's, is the, has the mission statement been renamed? What, why? Oh, see, I love you, Sean. You have such amazing questions. <laughs> um, so when I first left uh, my role at Procter & Gamble, I launched with the Sister Accord. Right. Mm-hmm. And I often tell my clients, launch with your strongest value proposition Absolutely. First. Absolutely. I agree. And so I uh, decided that sisterhood and the things that I was seeing uh, in the workplace and, and hearing about at schools, uh, that girls and women weren't getting along. They were mm-hmm. not supporting each other. And so mm-hmm. I really wanted to use my voice to change the narrative for that. So I launched with the Sister Accord. Mm-hmm. And then I started working so much with men, and I was working right. so much with <laughs> men, even in corporate America. Right. I'm like, they're not going to resonate with the Sister Accord. No. So no. Uh, the name of my company, it just extended. It's the Sister Accord LLC DBA, doing business as the Accord Group LLC, because I spend so much time coaching uh, men as well, CEOs and executives uh, in corporate America. And I think that's important. And that's why I wanted to you know, have, take some time to talk about your brand. I know the first time you came on my show, which was uh, amazing, but I didn't really get into it. And I love the fact that there's a transition. There's an extended of your, mm-hmm. an extension of your brand. I always tell people that exactly. never, you kind of like reinvented your company, reinvented your brand to extend. Look exactly. at it. I see you, you're a natural motivator. So I thought when you do, I always admire what you do, but I felt that there was a limited presentation because you're talking to everybody. Yeah. And when, right. when did that dawn on you that you should expand your brand? And a lot of people, you know, get nervous about, you know, well, you know, what people think I'm, I'm changing, I'm a selling out, I'm reaching a core group that I'm not familiar with. But you come from Procter & Gamble, a corporate <laughs> background. So you've been yeah. communicating with a worldly perspective of both genders forever. So when did that when did that when did that click? When did that click in? When I was putting together a proposal, mm-hmm. uh, one a CEO had asked me to put together a proposal for um, doing some executive coaching and doing some leadership coaching for the organization. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I knew that it was going to be both men and women, right? right. And so <laughs> I looked at this and I said, "Oh my gosh, you know, I've got to do something here." that makes sure that I don't alienate anyone right, or right. that, you know, the men that I would be talking to wouldn't say, well, she's not talking to me right. because I'm not a sister. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when it really dawned on me. And so I went and, um, and registered, uh, changed and updated my name uh, so that it could be more encompassing of what I was really doing. Now, that's really important that you, because that, that is so true that you admit it that to yourself you know a lot of people mm-hmm. when they the first thing is i don't want to embarrass myself i don't want to change by mm-hmm. making people believe i made a mistake in my platform right but you said hey look if i'm going to resonate with all male and female in this room i can't alienate a certain portion saying well That's she right. was good but i got nothing out of it when you naturally exactly. know when you naturally know that everything that you're talking about is very relatable absolutely very, relatable. very smart. absolutely and so it's all what we were all the only thing i did was I just built on the foundation. Mm-hmm. The core is still there. Mm-hmm. And so you operate in excellence 
with the core so that you can attract and, and people can really engage with what you're talking about, and then you find ways to pivot and expand from there. Okay, Ms. Zonya, I want to talk about this. Okay, under the Accord Group, which is doing business mm-hmm. as, you mm-hmm. have three things I wanted to bring out because this show is about entrepreneurship. It's about letting mm-hmm. people understand millennials who are listening to the show. Three areas, leadership, yeah. leadership development, employee yeah. engagement, and team building. Can you expound? Yeah. I'm going to ask you to expound on each one of those, starting with leadership mm-hmm. development that you offer under your consultancy. Yeah, so one of the things that was really important to me is I was building my career, and I started my career at Ford Motor Company mm-hmm. when I left Florida A&M University. Mm-hmm. I was there for 13 years, and then I went to the Gillette Company, and I wasn't there in Boston very long before Procter & Gamble acquired uh, Gillette, and mm-hmm. I had to move to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that was really important to me when I first started my career was understanding who I was at my core so that I could operate in it. Because when you drive and operate in authenticity, that's when the magic happens. Right. And so I really wanted to help people understand what my leadership journey was. When I started my career, this whole notion of compassionate leadership and servant leadership did not exist. I had to create it for myself, Rashawn, because... I didn't see what I wanted. I didn't see it because people kept telling me, well, you can't get to know your employees. You can't focus too much on employees. You can't do this and you can't do that. They kept telling me what I couldn't do. But what I saw, because the automotive business is a very tough business, Mm -hmm. what I saw was leaders pounding on the table, screaming, uh, cursing. I didn't do any of that. None of that was authentically who I was, so I knew that I couldn't operate that way. Mm -hmm. And I said to my leaders, I said, now, if this is the leadership style that can win in this environment, this is not going to be for me. So I made a choice very early on in my career of how my brand, how I was going to show up, and how I was going to serve, and that I was there to serve, that it wasn't about me as a leader. And 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 most importantly, how you was going to lead, correct? How you was going to lead. I want to, I want to hold that thought right quick because uh, in our next break, uh, 51 Ways to Love Your Children. We're going to go in detail about that because two weeks ago when she was in Atlanta, she personally handed <laughs> me the book. And we're going to talk about the team building, but more importantly, 51 Ways to Love Your Children. I need a bigger version of this so I can put it on my table. We're right back with more money-making conversations. Keep winning, everybody. Keep winning. Money-making conversations is your show. Cool. This is Rashawn McDonald. We're back on uh, online. It's the birthday girl. I got to, because, you know, when this goes out, because it's going to go on podcast, we want everybody to know this show really was dedicated to Sonia Jackson Miles because Aww. of her birthday. It's a birthday. Straight out of Cincinnati. Straight out of Cincinnati. <laughs> and then you have a group. No, two weeks ago, she was, the reason I, I, I engaged so well with her because she's a, uh, when you have six sisters and you meet somebody who's naturally personable like her, she is, and she's a mom and, and she's out there traveling so i know her heart is someplace but she knows she has to deal with the issues of her career and that's what she's dealing mm-hmm. with to, to, to create a book uh before we get into uh the 51 ways to love your your children and i and i want to mm-hmm. tell everybody this book is like a you know it's a it's a uh, you're watching online i'm holding it up um this book is like a um it should be on my table so this is what mm-hmm. i'm requesting <laughs> i need a bigger version of this book <laughs> And I'm willing to pay whatever that charge is 
because the pictures are amazing. And I hope mm. hopefully you're posting some of the, the, the motivational quotes or the quotes along with the photos online. And if you do, let me yes. know. So, let me know so I can share them on my Facebook page because they're, okay. they're, yeah, they're so personable. They're so incredible and they're so inspiring. And that's, and it's all tied to your children. I have a 21 year old daughter, you know, I don't care what I'm doing. What am I? What business meeting I'm in? When she calls, I pick up the phone because wow. I know she had a point in her life where I don't want, you know, her making a decision. Because the reason she calls, she calls yeah. me for a reason. No, she's she's gonna start with, <laughs> she's gonna call with, love your dad. But there's a reason she's calling. <laughs> and I always right. go, what you what you need, baby girl? And uh, and so that's why I really love this book that you're putting out because I know children are the key. And when I see situations yeah. with children that don't go well, you know where children yeah. are being abused. I always say they didn't yeah. ask to be here. That's these, right. These children That's didn't right. ask to be here. They're blank slates. All they know is instant yeah. love. All they want is to, 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 to get what you can teach them. And they hold on to those values and those, those, That's right. those moments that you share with them emotionally. And um, mm -hmm. that's why love is real big on her book, ladies and gentlemen. It's real big. It's, oh, it's yeah. like Valentine's love on this book. It's that yeah. big. It's in red. <laughs> so before we get into the book, let's talk a little about employee engagement uh, that you yeah. do in your consultancy, uh, which is the Sister Accord, uh, DBA, the Accord Group. Uh, employment, yeah. employment, employee engagement and team building. <clears throat> yes. Well, there are statistics. Now, I'm going to blow you away with this one. <laughs> or you, you probably already know this. But, um, you know, research shows that up to 85 to 90% in, in the U.S. of employees in a company are disengaged. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear that? Absolutely. And I believe that. 85 to 90 percent. I mean, think about why you can't meet your profitability targets. Think about why your efficiency isn't there and your productivity if employees are disengaged. And so I spend a lot of time with companies um, helping them understand the kinds of cultures uh, that they can establish to really engage employees, have people understand what their role is in the company, uh, very clearly, because believe it or not, a lot of times people aren't really clear about their roles, but give people some opportunities and some tools to really bring their gifts to the table, be engaged. Loneliness in the workplace is real, mm -hmm. particularly if you think differently uh, than your colleagues or your boss or you, you look differently. It can be uh, a very lonely place. And so employee engagement just is about getting these cultures right so that everyone can win and everyone can be engaged, all hands on deck. And then uh, team building. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my Great Leaders Have Great Relationships series where I am talking about how teams can come together across the company. It was interesting that you were talking about disengagement. I had a very talented uh, entrepreneur on the, phone, on the show, came in my studio live. He has a book called Leader Farming. Well, his book is about mm. trying to cultivate, uh, you know, play on words, farming, farming mm -hmm. leaders, developing leaders. And in that mm -hmm. book, he was saying, and he, he's a franchise owner for Chick-fil-A. And he was talking about, uh -huh. he was talking about the millennial population because their whole, that's what this whole book is about, trying to engage this population because this is a population that says, you will work for me. Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I'm an entrepreneur. You will work for me. So they, they really struggle with this whole loyalty yeah. and how long I'm going to be oh, yeah. here or how long oh, I yeah. should be there at this job because this is not a long term. I'm not here at this location to mm -hmm. get the gold watch. I'm here mm -hmm. to like 
sustain a level of income, get my mm -hmm. real goal in perspective, and get out. And he said mm -hmm. that the, the struggle is trying to get that that, that mentality that uh, mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm only here short term, maybe through college, maybe mm -hmm. just six months till I get my feet right and I get this app mm -hmm. up and rolling or get this whole right. idea and digital that I'm trying to put out there rolling because social media has changed that, flat that platform of engagement because you have people out there who have developed their own brands that you've hired. That's right. And they feel That's that right. their brand is really more important than you hiring them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I spend a lot of time with millennials because, you know, I told you I'm 21, right? And yes, so, I, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time with them. I understand them. And I wish that I had, my generation had a little more of, of how they think about things because we just accepted stuff. It yeah. could have been raggedy and ratchet. But we still accept it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now tell <laughs> us about so the. I, I like that. So tell us about mm -hmm. the fifty-one ways to love your children. Why did you write this book? Well, it's interesting. So, um, one of my programs that has been incorporated into Disney Dreamers Academy is my Dream Walking program, mm -hmm. and Dream Walking is uh, my attempt at uh, solving, helping people overcome dream phobia. Now. I created the word dream phobia. So uh, mm -hmm. the definition is, um, you know, the ridiculous and absurd fear of playing full out in life because you are more concerned with staying small to please other people or staying or playing it safe to please yourself. I was a playing it safe kind of girl for many years. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to help people understand the process of how I brought my dream to life, taking my dream from my heart to my head, to my hands and to my feet. And so dream walking um, was, a, uh, you know, a big part of, it is a big part of Disney uh, Dream Academy and for my consultancy. And I wanted to really address the things that are dream killers, that get in the way of people really operating in what they've been called and created to do. And that's um, what 51 Ways to Love Your Children is all about. A lot of the stuff, that we carry as adults happen to us in childhood. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times parents don't even realize it. It's mm -hmm. what they say and what they don't say. It's what they do and what they don't do. And so I wanted to start a conversation about how we must invest in love and take care of our children because in so many instances, if you turn on the news, you'll see the opposite happening. Our children are dying at the hands of their parents. They're being abused, neglected. And so I wanted to use my voice and my platform to really talk about what we were going to do about it. And it's important that you did it. Here's a statement that I love about the book. Throughout the book, is uh, first of all, the photos are so emotionally charged oh, in a good way. They're so colorful. I told you that when I saw you in person. I went looking yeah. at this book. I went, okay, I love wow. this book. <laughs> and then you have little sections where you can just write notes. And that's the part exactly. she's talking about when you get memories. What were you doing when you were, were a teenager? What do you remember about your childhood? So you can implement these, these emotional or these memories into raising your child today. Uh, what, thing, what, 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 what failed you? You, you felt failed you that you can fix. Because I have a statement I always tell people that what you learn in your 20s. I always tell people you want to know about your life and you want to plan your future. I always feel you have to look back in your past. That's a defining mm -hmm. moment in your path that mm -hmm. allows you to move forward. But if you set up mm -hmm. and say, I'm going to figure it out right now, I don't think you can have long-term success. So I tell mm -hmm. people, what you learn in your 20s, whatever you skill you learn in your 20s, 
is what you're going to be making money with in your 40s and 50s. That 30-year 30 30 period of growth is about gaining that experience so you can make money. Mm -hmm. So when I read this yeah. book and I was able to see those little chapters or those markings that mm -hmm. said, hey, write something about what happened to you. I went, mm -hmm. she's got it. She understands it. And this, this is something. I just need a bigger version. I'm just telling you right now. All right, brother. We're going to make it happen. I, 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 you know, I'm, I, I write that check. I, seriously, because this book is so beautiful. Because I got this giant book with Will Smith, all these celebrities. These are everyday people. And when you walk into my home, I would love to be able to put a big version of this book next to it. Because these are everyday people talking about loving yeah. their children, experiencing yeah. their lifestyle in a very relatable fashion. Tell us where we, yeah. where we can get the book. Tell us about where we can get the book before we get out of here. So uh, right now, um, we you can purchase the book online on my website. Yes, ma'am. Sonia, S-O-N-I-A, Jackson, mm -hmm. Miles, M-Y-L-E-S dot com. Mm -hmm. And we're getting ready to uh, put it up on iTunes, and uh, it will be on Amazon, um, it will be, we'll go back to Barnes and Noble, just like we did uh, before, barnesandnoble.com. So we are filling the pipeline and, um, getting ready for all of our sales. And we, we already have a school district who has said that they're going to give it to the parents. So I'm like over here screaming make what a birthday gift, right? <laughs> birthday girl, fam, you birthday girl, AKA yes. birthday girl, mom's yes. birthday girl. Keep winning. Sonia, I <laughs> love you. you. You know that. Love you. Talk Thank soon. you so much. I appreciate you. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So... Go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.